welcome back to another daily walk. And uh, I'm standing off to the side because I found this wonderful arch in the middle of a desert. And if I could just spin the whole camera around for a moment, you will see we are pretty much truly in the middle of nowhere. And I have no idea if the camera can pick all this up or not because of the ISO. Oh well. But anyway, today we want to talk a little bit about is the end near? And uh, this actually came, a friend of mine said, hey, you should look into this idea. And I thought maybe a Thursday message, who knows, maybe we'll expand on it. But I have some early initial thoughts and I wanted to go ahead and talk about those. So he says, um, why this moment in time doesn't necessarily equal the nearness of return. Now, this is an important statement because nearly every generation believes this is the one. Now, while that is true, we have seen a whole lot more interesting things going on than any past generation, but you never know what is inside of the depths of human beings' minds that would cause even more destruction to come on down the road. And that's an interesting question because the, the meme here, it says, you know the return of Jesus is close when, when sin is applauded and Christianity is denounced. And while that sounds like a neat little statement and a cool little meme and ooh makes for something neat to post on your uh, social media platforms or whatever else. The fact of the matter is nothing is new under the sun. Remember Ecclesiastes, nothing is new under the sun. And it's very true. And the reason we know this for a fact is because we also find cases in the scripture where even before the Old Testament times, similar things have occurred. So what I'd like you to do is draw your attention to 2 Peter chapter 3. And starting in at verse 3, now this is the coming day of the Lord. Of course, this is what the meme talks about. You know, we know the Lord is near when sin is applauded and Christianity is denounced. Well, that is true. And it is becoming worse and worse in many places. But Jesus told us that's going to happen. But even still, that is just the beginning of the problems. Because this is what Peter writes. Now, Peter's writing this to a persecuted people, people that were literally running for their lives because Christians were being caught, captured, and encased in wax and burnt in Nero's garden. So put it in perspective, that hasn't been happening lately in Christianity. But Peter reminds those persecuted Christians of this. Know this, first of all, that in the last days, mockers will come with their mocking, following after their own lusts, saying, where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all continues just as it was from the beginning of creation. So in other words, this first part, in the last days, mockers are going to come. Now, we did see for the first time, I think, well, the first time globally we saw around the Herald camping um, predictions in 2011, where he's like, the end's going to come. Was it like May 15th or something? May 21st, 2011, something like that. Whatever day that was. And this was the first time you saw people taking clothes and putting them on lawn chairs, posting it all over Facebook, going, hey, look, the rapture happened. And people were running around, happy rapture day. This truly is mocking because these mockers are coming in. And what are they doing? They're following after their own lust. Nothing's ever going to change. Let's just continue on with our own lustfulness. Why not? And they say, where is the promise of his coming? Ever since the fathers have fallen asleep, everything continues as the beginning was. Now, Peter is talking about who are those fathers? Those fathers were... Abraham, or not Abraham, those fathers were, were Adam, it was, it was Enoch. These are the people before Noah. 
That's who they're talking about. And it continues on. They maintain this, it escapes their notice, that by the word of God, the heavens existed long ago, and the earth was formed out of water and by water, through which the world at that time was destroyed, being flooded with water. So these people are running around in the time of Noah. Nothing's ever going to happen. What are you talking Rain? What's that stuff? Of course, I'm in the middle of a desert right now, so what is rain? Really? What is rain? But really, as we get into that, the world was destroyed. It was flooded by water. But by his word, the present heavens and earth are being reserved, but they're being reserved for fire. God's not going to flood the whole place again. Stop talking about global warming coming in and, oh my Lord, the whole world's going to be flooded. No, it's not. The scripture says so. No, it's reserved for fire. We're going to see a super volcano erupt. Come on, Yellowstone, ground zero. That's where we want to be. It's not too far from here. Maybe I'll go do another one from Yellowstone. I don't know. But anyway... Anyway, do not let this one fact escape your notice, picking up in verse 8. Beloved, that with the Lord a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing any to perish, but all to come to repentance. So even back in many long, long ages and ages ago, it was still the thing where people were saying, hey, we think the time is coming. God is going to destroy the whole world. Why do we know this? Because of all this stuff we're seeing. The fact of the matter is this. The fact of the matter is, all of these things keep on as they have been in the past. Okay? While I think this is some of the best evidence, why do I say this? All the technology is coming together. Everything is coming together right now. Understand this. A hundred years ago, people were like, the end is coming. Tell me, explain to me a hundred years ago what the technology of the Mark of the Beast was. But now we have the cell phone apps that can track your, your Fauci ouchy status and you cannot participate in society without it. In many places like Australia right now, they're really leading the pack. If you don't get this stuff, you do not participate in society. That's the definition of the mark of the beast. Now, I'm not saying that is the mark of the beast. What I'm saying is the technology is rolling around. The problem is it's not yet embedded on us. But trust me, they're working on that. And when you say the technology to take the codes that these, the QR codes that these apps are producing, and when you see these start to be injected on people's hands or in their heads, this is the mark of the beast. You gotta watch out. Because they can regulate all your money. If you're walking out of step with, with what they're doing, guess what? You can be, oh, shut them down. They can literally pull out your ability to buy and sell in the marketplace. And that's what they're trying to do. Right now, it's just tied in many places to a little app on your phone. But pretty soon, it's going to be out because people are going to start going, I'm not going to bring, sorry, I don't have a phone. Fine. That's going to be your sign that the end is coming. We're getting close. I completely agree. But don't stop and think, oh, it's getting bad because this is the end. No, most of the Bible was written to people who were persecuted for being Christians. These were people in the whole known world at the time who were being killed for their Christian faith. All we experience many times, at least here in America and in the West, we get some insults and maybe some deplatforming. That is bad, sure, of course. It gets hard to preach the gospel in those settings. But the fact remains. 
This is not necessarily the end because we see these persecutions. Jesus promised persecutions. And if you're persecuted, the only thing it means is that you're probably standing truly for God. So those are my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts in the comments down below. Could this be the end? Absolutely. Is it necessarily? Not necessarily. There's my thoughts. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.